Not the news that many parents were hoping to hear. And joining us now with some thoughts on surviving another round of home learning is parenting expert Allison Schaefer. She joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Well, these are crazy days for sure. And um, there's a lot of moving parts to the average family and trying to coordinate what you're going to do with online learning, work from home, change in plans with such short notice, I am sure is a real strain on families right now. You bet. What is your best piece of advice for uh, parents? Would it be that uh, just take a deep breath and uh, we got this, we've done this once before, we can do it again? (laughs) Yes, true. We do need to take that deep breath. Uh, I think we need to just sort of step back and gain some perspective that in a sense, we kind of all knew that there was going to be rolling closures. And we knew that that would likely involve schools, not that we wanted it to, but I think we sort of knew we needed to to plan for the unexpected. If there's one thing that we knew, (laughs) we knew more unexpected things were going to happen. And um, to, to just know that our kids are resilient, our families are resilient, and you know we can recover from any lost learning. It's going to be one of a bunch of pieces uh, of recovery that this pandemic has, has caused, but, um, but we will make up for that. So to try to stay away from some catastrophic thinking. Yeah, and I think uh, sometimes kids prove to be more adaptable and more resilient than we do as adults. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> there's, got, there's some benefits to being young. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. So uh, for parents that are sitting back right now, Allison, and saying to themselves, uh, here we go again, other than just taking that uh, deep breath and trying to reassure them, reassure themselves and their uh, kids, uh, should they be getting, I don't know, some sort of a home learning plan uh, in place, getting a section of the, the house uh, together once again that could be dedicated to uh, learning and to school? Right. Exactly. Um, for some people, this is um, setting up maybe what you had in place before, maybe improving upon some of the areas that didn't work last time. But definitely we want to start with just trying to get a schedule happening. It's usually best if you just follow the school day as if it was happening in real person. So sort of expecting yourself to be up and dressed and at your workstation for nine o'clock in the morning, uh, creating some sort of a flow of the day so that we've got regular brain breaks to have a little stretch and push away and um, get outside and get some fresh air. I I think if kids can sort of see how the day is punctuated with different times to be engaged with learning, times to be social with friends and time to to, do things for their body, um, having a little basket of little nibbles that they can have at their desk so that they don't take over your kitchen and have it <laughs> looking like a bomb went off by five o'clock. Um, I think all of those will help make the day seem a little bit more, um, more bearable and just staying in touch with the teacher. And, and because every kid is different, some kids are really thriving at a, online learning. They're, they're okay with that. Others really struggle in which case we may need to make some special exceptions for some of the kids in our family, but the school is really there. They want to be helpful. They want to know your situation. They want to be in communication. And if that means changing the amount of the workload or due dates, whatever, they really are being incredibly accommodating if if families will just please open the line of communication. Yeah, that's some great advice. And I also want to underscore uh, the point about uh, schedules and staying on some sort of regular schedule. You and I have talked about this on the morning show uh, a number of times and just uh, how important that is, not only for kids, but for uh, parents as well. Although things are shifting and changing, to get a schedule and to stay on that uh, schedule, really important for both uh, parents and their kids. 
it, true, it, it, in, especially in times of, of chaos, when it, things feel unpredictable, things feel out of control, it really does help give a sense of security to our children. It makes sort of this daunting task seem a lot more doable. And for those parents that are working from home, part of having that schedule up too is your schedule as well. You need to be able to say, you can't come into this part of the house while I'm on my sales conference video call um, to tell me that you can't upload your homework to your Google Drive. You know, or the, um, that's you have, you have to wait until I put the green sticky on the door. The green sticky means you can knock once and come in and see if I can uh, give you a little bit of a hand. So I think we need to create some sort of schedule of when we're available, when we're not. Um, and uh, how we get parent assistance during the day at reasonable times. Because for those parents that haven't sat with their kids to do some of this online learning, um, there is quite a bit of, of training in terms of, you know, kids don't really use email. Like they text, but they don't email. That's, that's for the old people. But a lot, of this is, a lot of this is through platforms that kids have not used before, they're, they're not familiar with, and there is for sure a learning curve that's going to need parental support uh, up front. So just, you know, mark your own personal schedule to accommodate a little bit more time with the kids and the tech in the beginning. Would you suggest like a, a grid, uh, you know, just uh, posting something, I don't know, on the fridge door or something that the entire family can see and everybody can reference? I'm, I'm a big fan of the whiteboard. I, I got to say, um, if, if, now, because I always had whiteboards for my own work, but I don't know how a family lives without a whiteboard. If you haven't bought one, go buy a whiteboard because things change all the time too. You're, you're kind of, this is week one will be your first iteration and then you might find out, no, it really doesn't really work because I can't have two kids on the same iPad at the same time. So we're going to have to adjust things a little bit. So a good, a good whiteboard where everybody can see it. Bristol board. If you want to do that, you'll just have to probably do a few, a few versions, but yes, I think it should be posted and visual and everybody's uh, rough schedule should be up there. Every, every uh, person that's expected to be coordinating themselves out of the home. All right. Just finally, communication is so key, not only between you and the student or your child, but also your employer as well. Maybe reach out to them, talk to them. Uh, surely they're going to be sympathetic. They've been through this uh, with you uh, once before and your employer might not know. I mean, that uh, the entire Toronto District School Board is shutting down. They might not be certain whether or not your child's school is infected your employer. Right. And, you know, during this pandemic, I've been called to give um, presentations to different uh, workplaces from their HR departments because they really do want to support their workers that are at home that have families. They don't want to lose employees because the demand is too high on their time. They would much rather be helpful, be flexible, provide support. Um, they, they really want to be with you on that journey. And if you don't let them know what you're struggling with, what you're up against, they don't know how to provide that support. So some people are afraid that if they um, share that there's a struggle, that they're going to be looked down upon. And in fact, that's not the case at all. They, they really do um, want to support you. So some people have had flexible work hours. Some people have taken some short leave of absences. Some people have uh, rearranged what their uh, holidays are. Uh, speak to your employer so that they can do the most. Well, everyone's shouldering some of this burden in this pandemic. Everyone really is. So um, have that, that the more optimistic view that people will understand and be compassionate. You bet. Listen, we always say great and timely advice, but we truly mean it. Uh, Allison, appreciate it as always. You too, Jeff. Thank you. All right. There goes parenting expert Allison Schaefer, a Section 22 order issued in Toronto all schools in the city of Toronto, the Toronto District School Board, ordering them closed for in-person learning.